right to the roots podcast Hello and welcome to episode two of Right to the Roots podcast. As always, I'm Jason. This is Dan. And um, yeah, let's just get right into it. I'll pass you over to Dan. So I hear that someone had a really excellent car journey this week. It's most bodacious. What happened? What happened? Well, we went, well, we decided to do a trip, me and a couple of friends, um, to a seaside town called Cromer, which is in Norfolk. Um, uh, we went, we had a brilliant day, brought back loads of old memories of when I was a kid, stuff like that. Memories I didn't even remember that I had. Uh, had a fantastic day, won a shitty pair of fake Chinese headphones on the 2P machine in the arcade. <laughs> um <laughs> Some other bits and bobs, little Rubik's Cube, just some other shite. Um, but the most eventful part actually happened on the way home where my friend who drove us, his car broke down. And uh, basically the alternator packed up and just said no. So um, we assumed it was a battery fault. We had a, a battery warning light, so the battery was low uh, for a little while. and We were like, mm-hmm. fuck. We were going to go to a drive-thru on the way home to, so we didn't have to stop the car just in case it wouldn't start up again. Yeah. And then it just packed up. Nice. So we're on the side of the motorway. It was a pain in the ass. So obviously we pulled over, put the hazards on, and we got out. Now, uh, two of the people we were with, um, I won't name them, you know, um, their phones had died. They're a couple. Uh, I had about 20, 20% left on my phone or whatever, and Reese had around about 30. Now, I, I use a page of GoSim. I never really use my phone when out and about, which I should, but I don't. Um, <clears throat> so I topped up my phone because Reese's phone recently, his tariff changed for some reason, and his contract has given him unlimited data and unlimited Wi-Fi tethering. Nice. But it, like most contracts usually give you... Uh, the unlimited texts and the unlimited calls for some reason his hasn't for a couple of months and he just hasn't got around to changing it which I imagine he will for, by the time we make a, our next um, road trip but so yeah I topped up my phone and we're ringing the insurance place it takes a while to get through but we finally get through to them I was like right cool uh, the insurance place was Haven which were actually they were really good in the end sorry I just hit the mic um, so yeah so we we receive a text from Haven after getting through to them on the phone saying that um, this was at seven minutes past nine, according to my phone. Mm-hmm. And they said anywhere between now and seven minutes past 11. So we're like, fuck. Okay. So we've got to kill time and knowing our luck, it will be closer to 11 than it is to 10. Um, so we wander down the highway, oh, highway, motorway a little bit. And, um, up a little embankment and we find ourselves in the little village or town i'm not really sure i think it's just a village of attleborough Hmm. um lovely little town really nice walking through no two houses were the same really nice architecture everyone on the street their house was named something we had the white house we had the corner house we had like little shire like (laughs) fucking pretentious as fuck but nice like you know that 
at some point someone on that street gave themselves a house name and everyone was like i'm gonna do the same <laughs> um so we go in like we're looking for uh, a supermarket so we can grab some food some drinks whatever we might you know we're, we're expecting it's going to take a while so let's get some provisions um the sainsbury's was closed but the little Londis or McColl's or whatever little premiere I don't know what it was opposite was open so we popped in there grabbed some stuff grabbed some blackcurrant jaffa cakes which were really good um but on the way there we walked past uh, a couple of takeaways one was called the heart of India and the other was a, a fish and chip shop because we were at the beach all day we'd already had fish and chips we weren't doing that again um so we started walking back towards the car and we decided hey you know what we were looking on google on the way back anyway to find somewhere yeah. to eat we were going to maybe eat in norwich or something um let's just pop into the indian and we'll uh, grab some food there so we popped in we ended up all ordering korma um and we spoke to the server the server was really nice the food was excellent um the manager came out the guy that actually owned the place and he was telling us a story about how he broke down um once and it took him nine hours to get from London to where he lives in Attleborough. He was away seeing his mum. His mum lives in London and he goes to see her every week because his mum's his world, his words. And we were all like, oh, you're a good son, blah, 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 blah. But he said he was with AA and he was like, oh, they're all nicey, nicey when you're taking <laughs> out your policy. But as soon as you need them, um, they're no longer nicey, nicey and they take the piss. Um, <clears throat> so he was actually pretty uh kind of blown away really when we were telling him oh the person from haven really nice guy called will was checking in on us he was calling every half an hour or so just making sure you guys are still all right just checking in the progress of the the recovery van such so on and so forth um so yeah we get back to the car we've killed a good hour hour and 20 minutes or so prattling around um the person we were with not the person that drove us but the other person had rolled a marijuana cigarette and smoked that with their girlfriend <laughs> um so we get back to the car and uh yeah we kill about another 40 minutes or so just sat chatting shit munching on some of the the food that we'd bought um and then so yeah the the uh the recovery van finally arrives and um we're like oh thank christ you know it's getting late at this point it's 11 ish o'clock and um brilliant thank fuck you know so we're talking to the guy and the guy then informs us that oh we're gonna have to wait for the police to arrive because he can't legally load up the car onto the back of the van without that part of the road being closed off Oh, really? So, yeah, so we had to wait another 25 or so minutes for the police to show up. Damn. Um, they show up as two lads, uh, really nice guys, actually. Obviously, they park up, they've got the lights on. Yeah. And the the um, the tow guy starts loading up the car. We're chatting away, telling what happened, you know, mentioned that, you know, to kill time, we went into the Indian and they were like, oh, that's legendary. or something. Not really, but OK. Um, and they were like, oh, I could really do with a Korma and a Kingfisher right now. Um, I was like, yeah, sorry to inconvenience you. And he was like, no, actually, thanks to you guys, we're going to get a decent pay. We were meant to finish at 11. 
and now it's past 11 we're actually going to get you know an extra hour's pay at double time or whatever it was they were actually more than happy to to be there yeah um so we're talking to them again took about 25 minutes or so to get the car loaded up and we're chatting away and the tow guy comes back and he's like right you guys can get into the back of the cab now like right brilliant say thank you to the police because they were great help and you know right you know take care so we get into the back of the van and a minute later not even a minute goes by there's a knock on the window and the door gets opened there's two police officers stood there and they're like so um who is the car registered to who was driving like, that would be him like right, can you step out for a minute i need to talk chat little chat in private like, oh fuck what now mm-hmm. shit um and then after a minute of talking to him he opens the door again he's like right so the vehicle smells strongly of cannabis <laughs> <laughs> and um you know it's quite obvious that someone has cannabis or paraphernalia on them who who is it you know essentially and I, I straight up looked the guy in the eyes i'm like mate i haven't smoked in years and he nodded and went yep yep no worries friend that i was with with his girlfriend puts his hand up and goes i'm not gonna beat around the bush it was me i've got a grinder in my bag there might be a grinder in the car um i smoke strong stuff i don't have any on me he did I don't have any on me. <laughs> he put it in his girlfriend's bag, thankfully. Nice. Um, I don't have any on me. You can search me. You know, um, it was just me that smoked it. These guys don't smoke, so on and so forth. Um, so he's like, all right, okay, I'm going to need to give you a search. Are you known to the law? And he's like, not for a couple of years, you know, <laughs> when I was younger, so on and so forth. So he gives him a pat down, obviously finds nothing. Yeah. He's looking in his bag. He's like, this bag does stink. This absolutely reeks of cannabis. Are you sure you've got none in there? He's like, search it. Like, honestly, it's just the grinder. You know, I, I, I just smoke strong stuff, so I'm not surprised it stinks. So he searches it, you know, obviously finds nothing. He's like, wow, that really is potent. Um, and then he's saying, he goes and has a little chat with the uh, the tow driver. Excuse me. Obviously, we don't hear this little chat and he comes back and he says, right, basically what's happening now is you guys might not be able to travel with the tow driver because of what's transpired. He said, if it's if it was up to us, he was talking about him and his, the other police officer, yeah. he said, it would be fine. Obviously, you know, cannabis is illegal, make better life choices, but you've got nothing on you. You're clearly not inebriated in any way. You're not driving. If it was up to us, we'd send you on your way. No, no harm, no foul. But it's up to his employer if you right. can ride with him. Okay. So then he's on the phone for another 15, 20 minutes. And we're stood. And again, I'm just trying to have a bit of banter with the police officer. At one point, I'm reaching in my pocket. And I'm like, shit, I've still got sand in my pocket. And without without even skipping a beat, he goes, that's stealing. That's a felony. I'm going to have to arrest you. And we just start laughing. And he's like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. But seriously, fill my hands up. They're, they're low on sand in Chroma. You know, fill my hand up with that sand. Um, but then, yeah, the tow driver came back and he was like, right, so basically what's going to happen is I can't take you in the cab. You guys are going to have to ring a taxi. 
and you might be able to sort that through the insurance if not you're paying for it we're like fuck all of us we had money on us but not an amazing amount not the 200 or something quid needed that the taxi fare would be to travel the 90 plus miles from just outside of Attleborough back to Corby um so we're like okay right we'll figure it out and they're talking with the tow driver again and one of the police officers basically says oh if I drive with him in the cab um, and you guys go with him in the police car, we can take you to Fetford, which was about 10, 15 minutes up the road. And we'll drop you off at the big Tesco there because you'll have more luck in getting a taxi from there, failing a taxi. There's other services. You know, there's a, a train station just around the, well, not just around the corner, but not too far away. Uh, bus services failing that as a travel lodge. So we're like, oh shit okay cool so we jump in the in the police car and we can hear the conversation going on over the radio about someone alcoholic had the kids taken off of us he turns down the radio slightly turns up the actual radio just puts on music and yeah the 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 car ride is silent obviously (laughs) Um, I mean, I'm I'm happy in the front. I'm like, this is nice and spacious. We're fucking doing 85 down the down the motorway. Yeah, we're getting taken. I don't know, five, six, seven miles from where we were into Fetford. Not bad. Um, So it was it was a bit off the journey, which was nice. Um, So yeah, we arrive at uh, the um, the Tesco in Fetford, and obviously he drops us off. And he's like, right, good luck. See you later, blah, blah, blah. So we're like, all right, okay, cool. So now it's all about chasing up the insurance again. So we're calling and we're not getting through. We're just on hold. And it's like, fuck, my phone's running low. I'm going to run out of credit. I can always top it up again. That's no problem. But if if we're on hold for so long and then I run out of credit, I'm going to have to top it up again and we'll have to start the process over again. So we're like, shit, maybe we should just start trying to ring taxi companies. Yeah. So we hang up and we're like, well, that Will fella, we we hadn't learned his name yet, but we were like, that fella was calling us earlier. He should check in at some point soon. Hopefully, you know, sooner rather than later. So we're ringing all these Fetford um, phone companies, phone companies, so taxi companies, and every single one of them is due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Our opening hours have changed. Blah, blah, blah. We'll be open at 6 a.m. And it's like, fuck, this isn't good. This is not good. Every single one of them closed or went to answer the phone. One of them literally just went, no, can't take your call right now. And it was like, what the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Can't take your call right now. Weird. Um, the voice from the yeah. beyond, mate. Oh, mate, it was. <laughs> but obviously we're getting increasingly frustrated at this point the step counter on my phone because obviously we just had a lovely day at the beach we're wandering up and down the beach climbing up the cliff blah blah blah, this and the other at this point my step count is reading over thirty thousand steps we're all pretty tired our feet are kind of sore um i was wearing some stupid skimpy shoes that i thought would be a good idea to wear on the beach which really weren't they got full of sand and i ended up with blisters on a few of my toes oh no so my feet are throbbing when we were walking down the motorway, 
we were walking through thorns and shit to go up the embankments. I've got all these cuts up and down my shins. So we were just kind of like stinging, you know, we've been through stinging nettles. We're just kind of like, oh, fuck's sake, you know, Um, can't get through to anyone. We're thinking the worst. So our friend that got caught with the grinder gets hold of his mum on Facebook and he arranges her to transfer him 250 quid right uh, okay. to, to reese's bank account he took cash uh, i took cash we didn't have bank cards with us um our friend i've said his name now reese he had his um bank account uh, bank card with him so she transferred it to him and he's like worst comes to worst we'll get the travel lodge but we'll try and get a taxi in the morning so it's like all right okay at least we're gonna stay somewhere tonight you know we should be able yeah. to figure it out of course um, so we're trying to call, trying to call, trying to call, nothing. And it's like, right, it's getting late. At this point, it's quarter to one. And we're like, we should probably just give up now and go to the travel lodge. So we start, we, we leave the Tesco car park and we turn onto the road and we're just starting to walk down and my phone starts to ring. And it's the 020 number and it's the insurance company and it's like, Boom. phone straight to Reese. speaker on it's that will fella and he's like uh, so any luck blah 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 we're like no none whatsoever um and he's like right i'll sort you out a taxi so he's trying to find places local to get us a taxi booked from he's like i'll call you back shortly but don't worry i'll get something sorted the insurance will take care of it you won't have to pay a thing we're like okay thank fuck um, it took him about 40 minutes to an hour to find a taxi company <laughs> that was open. He had to um, get in contact with a company and a woman that was based in Kings Lynn, which mm-hmm. was 45 or so miles away from where we were to then come and pick us up. How nice. So eventually he got hold of her. At this point, it's, you know, it's one quarter past one, 20 past one, half past time's just ticking away. And then she calls Reese's number, says, you know, I'm on my way, but I'm in Kings Lynn. I'm I'm 35 to 40 minutes out. And then, yeah, we eventually did get picked up. It was a lovely woman. And um, yeah, she she did get us home. Um, But again, she couldn't take us all the way. She she dropped off reese at his and then we had to get out in town and we were lucky enough that she took us through to town um and then i walked to theirs and got a taxi from the local shops home but i wasn't home until like 10 past four in the morning when originally we would have been home at about half nine ten ish oh wow okay so That's we a had a day. it was a proper hellish evening it wouldn't have been too bad like we were saying like obviously before we knew that the police had to be there and obviously you know, we got searched and stuff. Um, we were thinking, ah, oh, you know, we had to kill two hours, but then we ended up doing that by having a lovely meal and nice conversations in an Indian restaurant. It was like, it could have been much worse. We've just spent two hours. Okay. Little did we know that obviously <laughs> we were going to be stuck for the next three, four hours waiting and then, obviously eventually getting home but yeah there's not really much more to the story other than it was just it was a massive ball ache it fucking sucked my thighs still hurt because i'm a fat shit (laughs) i'm not used to walking that much wow yeah now you are mate now you are now you know it's like 
Well, oh. I would have done that plenty as a kid, but well, not as a kid, as a teen, but lockdown's not been too kind to me. Times have changed, mate. mate. People are staying at home. Um, all I can say is the things I've taken away from that entire story were first off, you mentioned a Rubik's Cube, but you said Rubius Cube. And no, I didn't. Oh, you, no. Oh, Hagrid. I said yes. Rubik's. No, you yes. heard no. Rubius. No, you unfortunately, on the brain. I don't have Hagrid on the brain. Uh, I'm, that's not I'm true. fairly certain you You're said wizard, Rubius Daniel. Cube. Uh, we'll listen to it back. We'll go to and VAR if, on that one. And if you didn't say it, then I've definitely got Hagrid on the brain. You've got Hagrid on the brain. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time, hey. especially in our conversations. Yeah, buck, buck beak. Mm, wow. And all sorts of things like that. Um, oh, what a wizarding world. Uh-huh. But it sounds as though through the bad parts of it all, mm. you had a good time, really. Oh, we did got... have a good time. It was weird. Like, even though, obviously, like, in the last sort of like, oh, we've still got an hour to kill before the taxi arrives. They're sitting down and I'm still just pacing up and down. Like, I, I, My legs felt more sore just sitting down than they did when they were pacing. So I was like, I'm just going to keep moving. <laughs> and just kind of keep chipper um but yeah no i had a great time it was a great day and obviously like when i woke up the next day um so yesterday yeah it, it was it was funny you know it was it was easy to see the you know the funny side of what had just happened and obviously it could have been far worse of course it yeah. could have been far far worse i mean obviously if i mean carl shouldn't have had I've just said his name, so it doesn't really matter. We could bleep it if need be. Um, <laughs> he shouldn't have had the cannabis on him, obviously. No, no, but not. I mean, it, it's just a little bit recreational, whatever, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, obviously, if he had been caught with some of that, it might have been different. I don't know. They they were pretty cool police officers, but obviously, there's a difference between being caught with a grinder and being caught with the actual goods. And they might have been dodgy about it and not been like oh that's clearly just personal use you know because they kind of usually let people off just for a bit of personal obviously if you had like multiple bags on it they'd be like well what's this then you know we probably all would have got in trouble wow but yeah no it ended up it was it was a good day in the end i still really enjoyed myself wow that's that's all you gotta do man is take that away from it i mean you know you got to have a really cool conversation with um the guy in the indian restaurant um yeah, he was a good lad. You know, he was a nice guy. Drove, drove a nice car. Oh, as well, um, Reese had left his bag in the Indian restaurant, and we're walking back down Outerborough, and this red car just comes zipping by and pulls up, and we're like, "What the fuck?" And he just hands the bag out the window so casually, like <laughs> he was the, the delivery driver for that restaurant. What was, a hero! Yeah, and it was like sound. I mean, it was only a few like drinks and whatever else in the bag it's not like it was important but it was still yeah, it was nice oh, it was talking cool. about like the spirit of everyone around there and like how it's like a really nice community and stuff and you could feel it it's the same with like obviously i mentioned to the guy that we'd been to chroma mm-hmm. and he was like oh i love chroma there's a real nice feel to the place and same with the woman that picked us up in the taxi she was saying oh i love chroma i, I love it's got a real old timey feel about it there's just something yeah. about about the energy there that's it's just nice it's it just feels good it's like i completely agree with that i mean obviously i mean i'm partly biased i used to go as a kid so obviously i've got fond memories of the place but you know it is a really nice 
really nice place to be really nice feel to the place and um like really well respected area like in terms of you don't really see rubbish kicking about in chrome i mean obviously there's plenty of bins around but like here for example you can't really look anywhere down the side of a road or a path without there being a wrapper or something you know because people are just knobheads but Mm -hmm. there like you barely see anything and that's really good because obviously it means that the the beaches aren't polluted and stuff i mean obviously stuff can wash up and people you know it's windy you know shit can get away from you and obviously there is going to be some people later in and stuff but yeah no it's just just a nice feel to the place just a nice no that's nice cool, well man. well kept area well at least you've come away you've met someone that was nice and their delivery driver people. did you a favor you yeah to... he did us a big favor to be fair that was nice you, of him you got to bond with your friends for a long time yeah 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 because we left it uh we were all up at six and we were in the car by seven mcdonald's breakfast and then we were on our way we were in chroma by 10 that's not bad at all that's a long day it was a long day oh well at least you got to experience it man you've had a better week than i've had so i've (laughs) done nothing near as interesting Uh, yeah no it was good it was good despite it all yeah it it was enjoyable well, I can't say that my week's been anywhere near as good. I've been to work. Um, we have now officially rehomed one of our dogs, as you already know. Um, you hadn't actually told me that that had happened yet. I knew that that was in the process. Um, mm-hmm. So is Charlie gone now then? Yeah, yeah he's officially gone. Oh, so no way. He went to our friends friends as such uh we've we've Mm. met them they were really really lovely they've already got an older dog but um they they've actually had uh spaniels beforehand so they used Mm -hmm. energy it's the right place for him and i mean the first day they took him out he was out for four hours he's getting what he needs and obviously not to delve too deep into it i guess but i'm waiting for my partner to come back home she'll be back home next sunday so officially be back. The mum's also awesome. spending some time with her. Um, but yeah, so things are back on the move really in a, a far more positive light. Um, work's going well. I hit all my targets. I'm on to a new month. So they're really happy with me. So things are a little bit sort of better in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, it's tough not having the dog here and, and, and not having everyone else here. But things are slowly getting back to normal. On the up. Yeah, no, for sure. I can't moan. You know, things are where they should be. And I'm getting to do this with you. Uh, you know, we're getting to get to the, the root of all things as we've been trying to, especially with stories like yours. Yeah. Yeah, no, I wish I, I, wish I had more of a, uh, an eventful weekend and stuff. My birthday was pretty quiet. And then obviously, um, well, as you know, we, we podcast on my birthday, didn't we? It was mm-hmm. like, um, yeah. What a special treat. Oh, special treat. Oh, well, I guess it's time to let everyone know we have guests in the works, but we have an official first guest. Bah, drum roll, please. For those of you who don't know, because <laughs> I can't drum roll right now. Um, yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, stoner rock, doom metal, sludge metal, all those different subgenres. Um, for those of you who aren't too sure about what that means or what those subgenres actually come from, think queens of the stone age far more fuzzy tuned down um a little bit psychedelic 
uh, there's a big sort of branch that stems off the, the tree of music here um all these different cool bands but there's um a gentleman by the name of peter otterson from the band Verconis, or oh yeah Vokonis, as we like to say in uh his swinglish as he likes to call swinglish. it um, <laughs> he's swedish english um but he will be our first guest uh, we can talk all things music uh, and get deep and do a real deep dive into things with him as well. He knows a bit of my backstory, um, which I will go into a little bit more. Um, we have a bit more subject matter to talk about there. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to have him on. And he's really excited too. So that will be coming up next. Yeah, that's going to be good. That's going to be good to say, uh, to say the least. It's a shame I haven't got much more of a backstory. My life is pretty mundane. I do not have many roots. Well, we can't I'm sure we'll find them. them. Oh, I'm just a Playmobil mm. motherfucker. You're just a Playmobil character. I'm just a Playmobil <laughs> character that says Rubius instead of Rubik's. I'm 100% sure you said Rubius. Hey, we're going to go to VAR on that one, I'm telling you. I wouldn't trust VAR, mate. That's you want to trust DAR. DAR. Because Dan will tell you what went on. I'm telling you, uh, said Rubik's. Well, for anyone listening, please, if you hear Rubius... Drop it in the comments because we're <sighs> going to settle this. I'm going to start an opinion poll. It will be Rubik's or Rubius. <laughs> and then it turns out that he actually said neither of the two. He said something completely different. I said like RuPaul's. You said RuPaul, Cube. <laughs> okay, now. Well, on that note of RuPaul Cubes and grinders in the car, and all sorts of things going on. I think that's the best place to end it. Yeah, no, it's been a, a shorter one today. But, you know, next one we all have a nice guest. And, um, yeah, it'll probably run a little longer than, well, possibly. It depends on how long I would they say have. so. I would say um, so. But, yeah, no, you know, runtime, I imagine, for most of our pods are going to be any anywhere between sort of half an hour, an hour, maybe a bit longer. It, it all depends on... Um, you know how much we have to talk about and obviously uh, any guests that we may have um, how much time they can have you know how much time they can spare um, so yeah who knows oh. what the, you know who knows well let's hope he knows because he's got a he's got a third eye well, he's got a fourth eye his third eye is downstairs he's got a fourth eye between his eyes don't tell him that yeah uh, you see into the future you're the you're the ethereal eth- 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 the ethereal man ethereal is it ethereal it could be ethereal. doesn't sound right ethereal that's it not ethereal ethereal i mean i could be ethereal yeah. or ethereal it depends on whatever one you, you want, are really. um we'll just go with uh yeah a big fucking cunt well no i'm kidding lovely man lovely lovely man yeah you want to keep saying that yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll say goodbye for now. Okay. Until we meet again and get right to the roots with Peter right, Otterson. Yes, Peter Otterson. That's going to be a good one. We're going to have to um, maybe slow our conversation down a little bit. Not quite to that extent, but obviously with English being a second language, we should uh, definitely compensate for that. We don't want to leave him just sort of wondering what the fuck we're banging on about. (laughs) Just having a conversation at fucking three times the speed he's used to. No. Uh, Good night, Dan's dad. Yeah, cheers, dad.
<laughs> We're going to have that a few times. There's, there's the joys of podcasting from home. It's all about connection and togetherness. It's all about, yeah. If anyone wants to know, he was telling me it was raining outside. Oh, yeah. No, I thought I heard it raining like 15, 20 minutes ago. I was like looking out, like, can I see anything? I couldn't. Well, speaking of rain, we'll end it there and I'll okay, drop you brilliant. a message when we are ready again. Yes, fantastic. Right, cool. Take care. Until Peace. next time. Bye 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 bye. 